You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 67. We are continuing our way through our Dresden Files campaign. Glad to have you aboard. God help you if you're just getting on, because this ride is going into its home stretch. So, let's get to it. Don't really have a lot to say leading up to it, because uh, we left things on a pretty nice cliffhanger there. Our cast, as always, includes Trilobite as our imaginative MC, a.k.a. the Game Master. Yours truly, Blind Geek, as David Mercury. Josh as Ezra Kirkland. And Thunderstep as Adam Dipple. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy... Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 67, Wizard's Council. Do you guys want to try some Dresden? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I got my dice out. I better not have done that for nothing. Damn it. Hey, I wasn't stopping you guys. I'm almost out of water again. Ah, hell with it. Okay. You can go several days without water. That's right. In a pinch, you can drink your own urine. That is a lie. Not to bear gorillas. Um, if he said that, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> and also, he was lying. Okay. Well, better drink my own piss. <laughs> you have to drink someone else's. Duh. Okay. I don't like where this conversation is going. <laughs> Neither do I. So let's I don't like where else. it's been going for the past hour and a half. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I believe you guys decide you want to start off on the island this time. Yeah, sometime. Oh, yeah, we're why. going to the island to see because Annie's got been put there, and we're going to have oh, Rosetta a... Marshall meet us there. And there's yeah, supposed we're... to be a uh, interesting book there. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing like a big powwow figuring out what the hell's going on and yeah you called the warden yeah you wanted to meet her there adam is still trying to heal mentally mm-hmm. all right yep david is I'll back up the six six can i can i say that my stress has been healed i mean did we have enough time where i could like do some repair on the damage not yet you guys were pretty much going straight to the island you decided okay well fuck it I got my stress box number six marked off, so, all right. So we'll put you heading up the path to the Little Hunting Lodge. And, Josh, do you remember much about this place? Because I'd rather have a player describe it. I know it was uh, mostly untouched, like, woodland and uh, grassland. It was was like a game reserve, so it was pretty well maintained and natural-looking. has a number of species there that don't exist anywhere else anymore or it's their native area. I know it's it's mostly secluded. Not a lot. I think there's only like one other group of residents on the other side of the island. 
Mm-hmm. And the manor itself, do you remember much about that? Uh, it's pretty wicked big. Pretty wicked big. That's all I remember really about it. It's big. Okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so picture a large Victorian manor. Three stories, wings on it, made of stone and big timber. Big portico running around the whole thing. Flagstone path running up to it. Shuttered windows. The whole bit. How many towers does it have? Two. Okay. They are exactly alike. Twin towers, if you will. If you will. (laughs) There is no fourth tower of Inverness. What color is the boathouse? Okay. Sorry. Obscure references aside. Yes. Like I said, obscure references aside. (laughs) The place is guarded by several private security-looking dudes. You know... Big, muscular, alert individuals in semi, in like business casual clothing, lounging about with automatic weapons and sunglasses. Hmm. That's new. I see they brought out the livestock. Yeah, you recognize some of these people, David. <sighs> these are your brother in law's people. Yeah, why am I not surprised? Don't you look like a ray of fucking sunshine? I'm not proud of my in-laws, let's just put it that way. The monkeys over there are your in-laws? They work for my in-law. Monkey in-laws. Monkey in-laws, that's right. Mm. Or monkeys-in-law. Yeah, whatever, you need to go see your daughter. Yep. Hey boys, can you let us in? I have bananas. One of the guys gives a monosyllabic grunt. The other one just pushes the door open to reveal a thriving great hall. There's a large table set out on one side. You can see uh, maybe a dozen people here, all members of the local paranet. Some of the people you uh, found on the list earlier. You know, whoa, like just a couple nights ago. (laughs) So weird. Uh, Moving about, looks like there's some sort of buffet lunch set up. Is there coffee? Absolutely. I go get myself a big old cup of coffee, find an isolated corner, and sit down. I'm not (laughs) closing my eyes, just putting the coffee next to me. I'm still dealing with a hell of a lot of issues, if not a A subscription. (laughs) Statuesque blonde in typical tourist clothing. You know, the shirt that says, like, California, Isla de Oro Pier, and stuff like that. Stands up, nods, pulls her duffel off the love seat and just kind of gestures to it. I nod and just kind of flop down. I, I gotta look like hell. You know, considering I got the, the six stress thing, I gotta look raggedy, rather terrifying. Oh yeah, you're all torn up. How does that look? You can see the seams between the different types of clay. Mm-hmm. Adam looks old. Not like old man, but he has this patina of age that kind of shines through now. Mm-hmm. And so you're, yeah, flop down in an isolated corner. There is at least some warm California sunlight slanting down onto you through one of the big bay windows nearby. Yay. <laughs> David, you can see your daughter. She's uh, in an animated discussion with that Russian looking guy. You, one of the people you pulled out of a cage at the warehouse the night of the storm. She's talking about something, using, like, big hand gestures and stuff. He's barely paying attention, sort of, like, nodding and and mostly trying to get to the food. 
<laughs> okay, I wander over to her. She stops and then turns around slowly, a look of uh, puzzlement, almost suspicion on her face, and then she just lights up. Big beaming grin, wide eyes, runs forward and jumps up into your arms. Hey, Ginger Snap! Uh, how's it going? You look much better than you did the last time I saw you. Daddy! So do you. Oh, but you need to shave. Yeah, I do. I'm going for the... No, this is my new look. I'm going for Scruffy. No, that doesn't work, remember? <laughs> Plus, it's all like sandpaper. Yeah, well, there is that. Okay, well... No uh... one wants to kiss that. Yuck. <laughs> all right, I'll get it taken care of. As soon as I get some... As soon as I get some time... She's already squirming to be let down. All right, all right, all right, go... Grabs your hand in a vice-like tiny little grip. <laughs> Come on, I have to show you my room. Okay. Well. And she's like, she's running and would be taking off like a rocket, except for the fact that she's holding on to <laughs> your arm. Okay, I will follow her. <laughs> so you're being taken on a whirlwind. Absolutely. Six-year-old daughter tour of the house. And he is grinning from ear to ear the entire time. <laughs> Ezra, you can see most of the women in here are just kind of beaming at him at his retreating back. <sighs> I need to get a dog. <laughs> I think you do okay, Moselle says. Oh, hello, Moselle. She, yeah, uh, my work keeps me pretty busy. So I hear. Come on, we've got kind of a conference room set up. All right, fair enough. Looks like oh, the gang's all here. Well, not so. Dave looks like he's being, uh, being made busy. Yeah, she sighs wistfully, looking in the direction he departed, then kind of shakes her head and pushes through the crowd, opening up double doors to a large sunroom. There's a big mahogany table in here, giant map board up on the wall with a big satellite photograph of the Isla del Oro area, other war room type paraphernalia. It's like the Justice League Command Center. Yeah, picture a cross between a command center and a 1800s drawing room. So, David, this place is a sprawling mansion, almost, hmm. all outfitted in rustic Old West style. Dead animal heads on the walls. Subtle. <laughs> all the furniture's you know made out of wood, and there's like log cabin type walls, big stone fireplaces antler chandeliers a lot of it is under renovation about half of it is blocked off or has furniture covered in drapes and Annie is keeping up a non-stop narration about the last couple days hmm. being moved out here and learning what couscous is it's yummy stuff is what that is helping out in the kitchen and making friends with all the dolphins and the seals and the selkies and the otters. And there's a big <laughs> octopus that everyone calls Mr. Devil, but he's actually really just very friendly. He just doesn't <laughs> like strangers going into his cave. Ah. He's, he a loves Pacific, he's a Pacific giant octopus or octopus vulgarianness. <laughs> Pretty she good. Says, Man. Struggling with it. And they're going to set up a little school here so I don't have to go back to the mainland. And we probably could just live out here forever. And Miss Caraway is very pretty. And I heard uh, her 
talking with one of her friends and she says that widowers are the best because they can make the commitment and it's not their fault they're unattached. Oh, uh, wow. She well, set you up, too. Hey, well, well, that's good to know. You you have far too much time on your hands. Uh, yeah. And there's a garden, and out back there's an old tree fort, but it's not safe right now because I guess there's some Chinese giant wasps or something living in there. Hmm. Have you she seen Uncle Logan? Narrows her eyes, looking out at the tree fort accusingly. <laughs> oh, Ah, uh, yeah, he is back at Shaw Manor because I guess some bad stuff happened with the riots and everything, and hmm. so I don't really know what's going on with all that. Okay. So come here, i got to show you the garden. Okay. Okay, I'm off on my thing there, off doing the conference. I guess I should have just, well, they know to give me a full report. <laughs> you should have just brushed your daughter aside <laughs> and pushed <laughs> into the war room. Well, <laughs> I have business to take care of. No. No, no, no. Has anybody come to collect me? (laughs) What silver spoon? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You see Ezra walking off with, you know, attractive woman with a startlingly large bust into one of the other rooms. They're talking. She's out of sculpting, is she? How in the hell does she even balance? It is a question. I just... I'd kind of lean back, rest my head against probably the wall, because you know, Adam's thinking at the moment is like, I came into this game late, I'm helping them because they're friends, if they need me, they'll come get me. <laughs> I came into this game late, that's funny. <laughs> Adam, that's what that is. That's that's breaking the fourth wall, is what that's called. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but he's basically resting his head against the back wall, kind of rubbing his temples. Don't rest your head! What's the matter with you? Yeah, meta, meta, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Ezra, Moselle says, who are we getting together? Or is this a private conference? All right. I'm actually trying to remember why the hell we're getting together. Says the player. I'm trying to remember. You guys decide uh, of your own accord last time that it was time to get folks together, lay out everything that everybody knew, and decide on a course of action. And you especially want to meet with the local warden, who I think you called your boss. Well, she is my boss, yes. Right. I need Dave once he gets free here, and I need Adam. Oh, and Okay. I'll go collect him. Why don't you get settled, have some coffee or something? You look like you need it. Oh, she is not going to be happy when Rosetta shows up, says my thought balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything we can do for Adam? Any sculpty or modeling clay? That's what he needs, really. He needs to patch up. Hmm. Actually, yeah. He's not particular about color. In fact, he likes the big, bright colors. Mm-hmm. He's very behind the times. He thinks it's the 90s still. She looks askance at you. Sure. Thanks for the tip, Ezra. Hey, you know what? I will actually... I'll make some rolls to make that happen. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'll roll my rapport. Yeah, let's, yes, let's absolutely. Let's antagonize the emotionally scarred Vinculus. <laughs> Thank oh you. Oh my yes. god, I rolled four pluses, which puts it at a seven. Okay. All I don't right. even have to tap my coyote aspect. Okay, she says. Thanks, Ezra. No Not looking hey. askance at you. Adam's my buddy. Hey, Mila. 
uh, go out to the studio and grab some clay, whatever we've got, anything fluorescent or bright vaguely, or anything yeah, like that. Loves it. He's modest, though, so he's going to say he doesn't want it. But, you know, oh, I understand. Get the youngest girl you can do. He can't resist children. Well, I think Annie's a little busy, but... But our little kids, he loves them. I would just like to point out, Adam, that it's not me this time. Yeah, I know, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not doing it to his face, though, because I have manners. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to slap the white off your bones. <laughs> uh, Willowy Redhead comes up to you, Adam, and uh, in an uncertain voice says, um, Mr. Adam? I open one eye. It's At this point in time, his eyes are glaringly blue. Uh, she holds up this, like, woven yarn macrame bag thing, and inside you can see several large blocks of brightly colored clay. You kind of look at her. Uh, Miss Carraway, she nods back toward the room where Ezra is sitting, perhaps with a smug look on his face. I don't oh, know. My back is to, <laughs> to Adam. Sipping some coffee. I know my uh, limitations. <laughs> said... You could use this? She gives a uncertain smile. <laughs> kind of shrugs. Okay, sure. I'll just put this here, then. Uh, okay, thank you. Goodbye. Where, wait, wait. What? Yes. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be... No, that's okay. It's It's been a tough time for everybody. Yeah, I know. Where did a very the clay... introspective child. Where'd the clay come from? Uh, we've got an art studio out back. You do. I can show you? Please. Okay. Um, here. She picks up the bag and leads you out back, past where David is having crop rotation explained to him by his daughter. I wave at Annie. This sounds <laughs> and just she like... Showed, she she looks cool. up, waves. Yeah. Well, I, she comes to my story readings and everything, so she knows who I am. You're led to a comparatively small outbuilding, you know, only twice as large as a typical Isodoro apartment. Good God. Full of all kinds of art supplies. And just picture, you know, a hippy-dippy, anyone-come-and-use-it art mm. studio. This sounds... You've got it. Just like yearly meeting and whatnot used to go to in the hippie Quaker church I grew up at. I'm not even kidding. Well, it's based on that. If there's a soil conservation puppet show going on... <laughs> there is now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kids making God's eyes and finger weaving in the in the shed. Oh my God! I'm having flashbacks to when I was ten. I'm not even lying or exaggerating. Glad I could help. That's the clay. We'll put it here. Whoever wants to use it, come and use it. You got extra exactly. clay. Put it again. Exactly. Well, now hey, that having, I know where the we're source stone of the... soup in the mezzanine. You know? Now that I know where the clay came from, I thank the thank the girl very much. She nods, gives a very Japanese bow and then kind of backs uncertainly out, closing the door rapidly and then stopping it just before slamming it to close it gently. Yeah, I have that effect on people. You say to the empty studio. Yeah, I do. You like what? Yeah, is there a mirror or anything in there? Oh, yeah. Just picture well, anyone come and use it type art studio. You've got whatever you need in here. Good. I put down the colored clay and find the stuff that's appropriately colored. <laughs> done and done. And I like the fact begin. that the begin patching myself up as best as I can. Okay. I like the fact that the only double, you know, four pluses I've rolled in this game entirely was fucking with Adam for no discernible reason. <laughs> Goddamn coyote. 
<laughs> I rolled four pluses the only time. Now, Blind Geek, I believe that you've got a aspect relating to your daughter. Yeah, it's actually called Annie. It's a okay. very creative aspect name there. Then yeah. please take a fate point for that because you're putting other things aside to spend some quality time with your daughter who hasn't okay. seen you in about three days. Yes. And is just running off at the mouth about everything. Okay, I will take that fate point. So, right. and that's why you have to plant the clover. So, is the story that I've heard about the four-leaf clovers, is that all true? Um, that they give you good luck? I don't know. Well, we should find out. Okay. Because, you know, after getting hit by a car, you could use some good luck. Oh, don't remind me. She sticks her tongue out. <laughs> no, I'm just glad Clyde I was here or any of that. Would I? <laughs> no, you're in the studio fixing yourself. Okay. I'm just glad Clyde was around to keep you safe. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was there, and I got to talk to the snake, and the angel was there, and I walked across the fire. Whoa, 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 wait, what, what, whoa, whoa, what? What? What fire? When I was dead. When I was dead, I had to go down through a long tunnel, and then I talked to the snake, who told me that I had to... Oh, I don't remember his exact wording. Um... So then I had to walk across the fire to get back to the stairs and then climb back up to my body. And then the angel told me that uh, she was watching over me and that you'd be coming back. Huh. And that's why I lived, because God sent me down into the earth to see the snake and be reborn, like Jesus. Well... It, while that may be technically correct, you might want to tell her not to announce that. You might not want to. You might want to let this just stay between <laughs> us because. Oh, I understand. It's like your other job. Right. Anyway, Clyde told me that that's a typical shenan, typical shenan, something. <laughs> Shenanigans. And maybe. I don't think that was the word. Well, shenanigan. But it's um. A very old tradition, and now I have spirit power, so I think I can maybe I can be like you and talk to God and well, work for Him. Everybody can talk can, to God, and yeah, but not like you. And then we can fight monsters together. You know, I would love that. Actually, puts it it scares the heck out of me because I want to protect you. But, but you can't protect me from everything, Dad. You're very—you have wisdom beyond your years, and that scares no, me. No, I'm not a little girl anymore. <laughs> oh, says the six-year-old. Yeah, you're gonna Dad. be. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah, show me your driver's license, Annie. <laughs> you know I don't have one. <laughs> well, you're on your way to be, be not being a big girl anymore, but you still got a little time to be a little girl. You're and, spending too much time with Ezra making jokes. <laughs> I'm spending too much time with Ezra. Ezra, I won't argue there, but... Uh, he smells funny. I know. I've been meaning to talk to him about that. It smells like patchouli. I was going to say patchouli. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> There's nothing funny about patchoulis. <laughs> Fuck you, I smell good. <laughs> so the door opens up behind you with a creak, and Annie shouts, Moselle! And goes running at uh, Moselle. Jumping up, Miss Carraway catches her pretty easily. 
the little girl hangs onto her neck and then looks back over Moselle's shoulder at you significantly. Hmm. Hint, hint. This is the woman. Get her. <laughs> Supporting your daughter, like kind of cradling her under one arm with Annie's, you know, arms just locked around her neck. Moselle comes out, uh, looks around at the garden, looks towards the studio, and just kind of, uh, she's sweeping. It looks like she's making almost a perimeter check. Hmm. You know, just nods, and then, uh, your presence is requested in the, um, in the war room. She sort does, of rolls her eyes. Does it have to be now? I'm spending time with my daughter. What? Uh, she, sh- she shrugs, and... What actress is Moselle based off of? Uh, no actress in particular. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the model. I knew it, and I can't remember. I just, I saw a picture of a woman in, like, a like a seal pattern bikini or something, and it reminded me of something that Josh had said in an early game when this woman first appeared. So I sent him a picture, and he knew exactly who it was. I knew. She's a German glamour model for famous for her assets. <laughs> but I don't okay. remember. Boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, don't worry about it. I was just... You keep mentioning the bust, and now I'm curious. I'm looking it up myself. I, I mentioned it <laughs> one time. I want to see that picture. I mentioned it one time because it uh, it's noticeable. <laughs> It's just the, what got me was that you had said startlingly. It was how you described yeah, it. and I think and you actually. I think you actually. Stu- Whoa. That's, well, that's yeah. Oops. The fact that you described as startlingly is what stuck with me. And you just said like, notably or rather, it would have been like, oh, huh. but like startlingly, I'm like what? Yes. Oh, that, was actually, that was actually your character's reaction when you yeah. wrote. <laughs> Whoa! Jordan I chose the word carefully, so that's okay. And he says, uh, I want to help out with the kitchen anyway because we're going to be husking corn. Oh, and that's fun. I'm the only, I'm, well, I'm the only one who's careful enough to get the little caterpillars off there. Caterpillars? Oh, not, that's right. It's, it's not their fault they're on our lunch. It's their lunch, too. That That's true. Okay, and well, you... put them outside so that they can turn into butterflies. You're an awesome lady, Annie. We'll talk yes, about. She is, Moselle says. We will talk about her. your job prospects. Wink, wink. I don't actually say wink, wink. He actually does the wink. I figured. Okay, just making sure. Be uh, what? Be <laughs> yes, it will. We'll talk about your job prospects uh, when I get back. Okay, she says, like in a totally serious voice. Well, depending on what her spirit powers are, I might be rather serious about it myself. Okay. Come on, she says. The smartass is already in there waiting, and he's going to eat everything if we don't get in there soon. Okay, well, when is Ezra showing up? Ha ha ha. I didn't say intelligent. I said smartass. Oh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Come on. Walking along. Okay. Go ahead. It's right in there on the left. I'm going to go see about your friend Adam. Okay. That's who I was thinking you were talking about when you were saying... Never mind. Just... All right. I got you. I got you. Moving on. Okay. She kind of shoes you with one hand. So, yeah, big sunny room, sort of like a drawing room, sort of like a war room in every World War II movie. (laughs) Maps on the walls. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Ezra there. Wow, I haven't seen you in such a long time. I know, you missed me, right? Well, my aim is improving every day. Gentle knock on the door, Adam. Where's Where's Gumby? Oh, sorry, we shifted. Never mind. That's fine. Yeah, come on in. Door opens up, 
and it's Moselle. She just kind of like looks in and says quietly, "Knock, knock. It's okay." Yeah. Do you Come have um, everything you need? If she comes in and sees him, he's standing yeah. in front of the mirror. I mean, his basically he has stripped, mm-hmm. but uh, so he is he in that... the altogether. Yeah, he's in all. He's in the altogether at the moment, and he's like patching and you know using one of the artist tools to kind of sculpt one of his chest muscles. Wow, good work. I'm not sure how the hell this one got ripped so bad. Well, <laughs> was that a pun? She asks. It wasn't intended as one. Is there anything else I can do for you? I mean... Not to sound too forward, but could you take a look at my back? Oh, sure. Forward, back. <sighs> I missed that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just kind of shrugs. He's like, how bad is it back there? Mm. It's not total devastation. Here, give me some of this clay. Go for it. I mean, provided someone else can do it. Yeah, I already applied the blessings and what needs to be done. I'm assuming just about everybody in here is in the know, so fuck secrecy. We've got a bunch of people from the Paranet. You know them, and Ezra knows them. Uh, there's a bunch of my sisters here, and we're all servants of the Tirlianchi, who's lord of this island. I'd say bless you, but I'm not in the mood for making any more bad jokes. No, that's fine. You know, and of, there was of course a point... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, there was a point in time in my existence where I didn't believe any of this shit existed. I think almost all of us have been there. I denied my own heritage until the time I was 14 or 15. (sighs) Sorry, I just got a lot on my mind. We all do. I'm beginning to wonder how the hell I got pulled into all this shit again. You were probably meant to. And you strike me as a being of conscience I think you're trying to do what's right yeah to a certain extent I just still feel like I royally fucked up we all do sometimes well it doesn't help that uh, Ezra can be such a jackass at times well it's not entirely his fault he's been through a lot and he had to make his own way most of the time It's a kind of defense he has. He doesn't fully trust his own powers either, and he feels a little insecure, tries to keep some of that bottled up or or shielded behind humor. Sort of like, uh, well, some people do with stoicism. I think you're... (laughs) I think you have a certain person in mind for stoicism. Yes, she says. And just kind of slaps your shoulder, actually pushing another piece of clay into place. Yeah. You two are a lot alike, really. God help me, I hope not. (laughs) Well, uh, she doesn't finish whatever her thought is, just kind of shakes her head and continues helping you work. So we'll say about half an hour goes by. You're just getting yourself all repaired and stuff. And I, you know, I have small talk and stuff with her. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been around since like, like the early 1500s and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, these humans never cease to amaze me. They got all this beautiful stuff and yet they keep reaching for shit that they shouldn't touch. That's the nature of life. All things that exist. Yeah. But be that as it may, it's just, it's like watching a baby near a fire. Well, it's a good thing we're here to watch over them. Hmm? 
and this is like as she's leading uh, you, well, not leading you like by the hand or something, yeah. but as a, as the hostess would leading you into uh, what she jokingly refers to as the war room. Yeah. Now, obviously he gets dressed again and just like, yeah, um, just walking looked, in there. Yeah. Just walking in buck naked. I don't, I don't Hey everybody shit. deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, no, <laughs> he, he does have equipment. It, whether or not it's functional, I've never thought about that. And I probably really don't want to. Oh, it's like David. <laughs> I was thinking that. Wait, the, the, not not the no, character, the just, statue. Bitch slap. You mean, oh, I meant you mean statue, hilariously tiny penis? penis? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I would look at Moselle. I'll be over here. Do you have anything about they, new clothes, possibly? They have, unfortunately, the only thing they have for you is a big old muscle shirt and a pair of sweatpants. <laughs> Jesus, it's Venice Beach all over again. Yeah, but at least like, it fits. Does have, like, Japanese writing on it? It totally does. Look, I could see. He looks down, looks up, and he's like, do you know what this says? You she don't shrugs. Wanna, it's you pleasant. Don't know, you don't want to know what this says. At least, the, at least the English is intelligible. It says, champions of winning, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate the help. And you being a sounding board, it helps. It's, one of the things I'm here for. She closes the doors. All right, wise ass. I rub a mess of, like, fluorescent pink clay into his hair. Hey. <laughs> what little there is of it. Yeah, He's just got a couple days of stubble. You know, I don't care. It's it's getting the Play-Doh, the Play-Doh hair salon treatment. That's what I'm doing to him. That's <laughs> not called for at all. Wise ass. I care for that. No, sir. I think pink suits you. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I can wear pink. I wanted to. I yeah. don't. But I don't. I could. Oh, I think the hot pink looks good on you. See how it goes next rave I go to. Kids yeah, still rave, right? I know it's 2013. Kids rave. Yeah. Maybe you should have grabbed the glow-in-the-dark shit that they had back there. All right. Has, well, anyone, called, has anyone called Rosetta? Someone has, Rosetta says. She's singing oh. across the table from you. Blah! She grins mo- <laughs> mischievously, almost maliciously. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think he looks good in pink? Hmm. It must look good in anything. It's the blonde who was sitting in the chair that vacated it for oh. you. Oh, thanks for giving up the chair. I appreciate that. My pleasure. You look like you needed it more than I did. Or is that his blonde? Mm-hmm. Statuesque blonde. I have a totally different image on her. A good picture for her might be Alice Eve as she appears in the regrettable Star Trek outing Into Darkness. Oh, okay. I had some reason thinking she was Hispanic. I don't even know why. I think it's just the name Rosetta threw me off. Yeah, maybe the name Rosetta. No, you've actually learned that she is Japanese, and that ancient Mai is like her great-grandmother. Yeah, that's right. She's stunning blonde. Yeah, she's nearly six feet tall. You would say, you might say statuesque, or you might say... Alice is only 5'5". What's that? Alice is only 5'5". Okay, it's still a good image. You know, yeah, I got, got you. A, I got, they I'm, can do. I'm yeah, she's got a very. She's got a very friendly face. Uh, Galatea, fit, muscular body, relaxed posture. Actually, I could see Adam doing that. He'd snap his fingers, point at her, like Galatea. Sure, she says. So now that we're all here, Wizard Kirkland, friends, I understand you had some things you wanted to talk to me about. Let's lay our cards on the table. I will tell her. All about the uh, books we're finding. My theory is that they are the books are implanting some essence of the Castanyantic into into people. 
through she their wants, uh, little how, uh, how much have you and your friends read? A few pages. Very little out of uh, safety. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been the one to read. You uh, should be okay. You don't have a soul, do you? Not as far as I know. I you would, should be fine. I would Kirkland, take issue with it. that myself, but... You're the authority. Does he have a soul? I believe so, yes. Okay. Well, and you and I are going to have this philosophical debate later. Actually, we, we don't have time for that. Be careful. And Kirkland, you should know better. I've not read the book. I've specifically not read the book. Actually, I've got them under lock and key under... You did start reading one earlier. Oh, yeah, and I stopped once I realized what yes. I was reading. In fact, hey, I've got uh, them under lock and key and warded. Ezra, does she know whose bitch you are now? Oh, yeah. No one's bitch. I've got a working relationship with Coyote. With Coyote. Yeah, he's Coyote's bitch. You know, yes, he level, is. I'm not. We have a working relationship. You can put whatever spin on it you want, but there are Coyote's two against two against one here, pal, and we both... The lovable prankster. We're fucking left behind in the goddamn never-never. Not my fault. Uh, pardon me, gentlemen. As amusing as these juvenile antics are, there is a war on. These are not juvenile antics. I think you, it's oh, important right. that They're you puerile. know. No, uh, I'm asinine. Okay, pointless. No, they are and not. A waste of time. If this is the way. Oh, oh, the... Hey, David. Oh, fate point. She's pissing him off. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you are hounded by anger. Yes, I am. No, these Take are it. not puerile asinine. I think it's important that the, one of the wardens of the White Council knows that one of the that or that or the that the main warden of the White Council knows that one of her fellow wardens is a deity's whipping boy. Cut, cut, kettle black. I am aware of what's going on, and as shown by the fact that the two of us work together to defeat the Winter Prince, I have no problem with my allies working with deities. Oh, you mean that skinhead little shit that tried to come into my area of town? The skinhead little shit. Yeah, a bunch of guys came into my area of town breathing snow and ice, and I had to kick their asses out. I remember you saved me from an ambush. That was Jesus you had a lot of parkas on. All part of the game. Yeah. So, yes, I know what the wizard Kirkland has been uh, up to. The tattoo was sort of a tip-off. And oh, I make it my business to know what the people who are working for me are up to. Uh, I should also point out that at the moment, at least, Wizard Kirkland is a acting deputy warden. Although I'm prepared to change that at this table, provide you're willing. There's no conflict of interest here? None whatsoever. So far as the White Council is concerned, the more wardens, the better. And I've been authorized to induct the Wizard Kirkland into our order. What, really? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I have a sword in this bag. What? I I look at I look at Dave and I go, you really think? Hey guys, I'm gonna be impossible to live with now. Oh fuck you! He will, she says, nodding. But no more impossible than those condors. Yeah, the condors. 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 I've told you about the condors. Move, oh yeah, that's knock, right. They kicked me out of my room. That's yeah, karma, bitch. Used, that's what that is. Part of them. And he went off on his own. Had a much yeah, different condors. Lucrative. Oh. No, if Lionel Richie moved into his place, I think it would be much better. I think, yeah, they'd be dancing on the ceiling. Anyway. Yeah. Yes, I am I am stunned yet honored. Yes, I will gladly take up the warden I'm glad position. to see Coyote has joined the White Council. That's brilliant. Yeah, I told you. He's a good guy. He's misunderstood. You don't, uh, yeah. You don't mm. know him. People hey, said hey. the same thing about Lucifer for a very long time. And for yep. a long time, it was true. You know what? White Council is none of my business. Whatever. That's right. Yeah. Also that. When it became an issue, your boss acted appropriately, I think. And if this becomes an issue, my bosses will act appropriately. Fair enough. 
Wizard Kirkland, your hand, please. I will give it over. By the will of the White Council and by my oath as a warden, it is done. And she jabs a sword into your palm. The blood flows up the blade and disappears into it. Your sword, your cloak, there you are. I would think that he'd have a different reaction from being stabbed through the fucking hand, but, you know. I'm real, I'm still, like, running high on, like, oh my god! He's made of sterner stuff than he looks. He would almost have to be. Mm. Hey! She grins. Well, I'm asking purely for the sake of bookkeeping and not in any way trying to hint, hint, or anything if the answer is no. Did I get a fate point for the hounded for the hounded by anger thing? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm, okay. S- I'm sorry, I thought I said that. You may have. I was just caught up in the moment and missed it. Nope, 100%. All right. Mechanical question here. Mm-hmm. Does this warden sword have the benefits of the warden sword from the book? Yes, it does. Okay. Problem being, if I... Legally, if I pay the refresh for that, I go to NPC land. Well, I'm not terribly worried about that at the moment. Okay, if you're Just not worried... Just because it's been, it's been kind of, you know, delivered through story, etc. Right. If you're not worried, I'm certainly not going to worry. So. <laughs> so, no problem. And, you know, it's just sort of another handle on your character. Right. Because he doesn't have enough of them. Right. <laughs> right, okay, so... He gets a new toy... We gotta lay out what the fuck's going on with this dream demon. Yeah, we recovered a book from up near the... Not near, from at the ranch where this all began. It had been buried under the apple bunker and very carefully hidden. You missed it. Didn't know about it. I wasn't there. We went back up and found it. That was the fourth... That was the fourth location, gentlemen. How many do we have? Five? Four. Oh, this will fourth. be the fourth. Yep. We have three already. Yep. That's the fourth. It might be. I heard from your friend, Father Quinn. She looks at you, David. Okay. About a preacher, Unapius Waite, who seem, sounds like he's gone off the rails a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. Here's the thing. These books might not be the eggs. They might be the vector for the eggs inside of people. That's exactly what I think. I think they're vectors to infect individuals. And uh, I've got a team in the city. We're working on dealing with the infected, the husks. How do we... Okay, yeah. I was about to ask, you know... Define dealing with... No, go ahead. Thank you. We're going to isolate them and, if necessary, neutralize them. No chance of a cure? That's not for me to decide. Who is it? for to decide we have a specialist we call him the gatekeeper oh I met him he was so cool okay I think we can trust that guy I think so yeah alright so we got the books the potential eggs that the snake talked about now we just gotta figure out what the hell we're gonna do the way I see it there are several problems facing us one of them are the husks that the Castadon Yantic has hollowed out and is using as its tools. My team and I have been tasked with dealing with that. The other are the vectors, as you put it, or eggs or spores, I think you said. Those appear to be the books. Well, those are easily destroyed, right? Just throw them in a fire. That should do the trick. Sometimes works. Well, you know, otherwise we just go and get a party going and go take them to Mount Doom and drop them in. Doesn't matter what you are, fire will fuck you up pretty bad. Right. Okay. You said there were several issues. What are the others? 
The others are the fundamental weakness in the fabric of reality, which has allowed the Kastodon Yantik to return. Oh, yes. I'm open to suggestions on that. We're going to need a lot of power. The last time this happened, the Kastodon Yantik wormed its way into a society that was totally dependent on magic. They had to destroy themselves to get rid of it. Lovely. I'd rather not have that happen here. Well, I've noticed several times looking in different locations related to this, there's been geomantic structures being built up, fortifying ley lines and energy grids. Oh, uh, yes. Both, both around that ranch and also around the prison out in the desert, the old abandoned one, a couple of which were uh. being assaulted by Castanamantic energies. We can get rid of that influence on them or rebuild the grid structures. That should hopefully maybe seal up the dimensional rift. Sounds good. Great to me. Mercury, what can your boss do about this? Well, I'm not sure. Dimensional reality fabric is a little outside of my sphere of influence myself. Tell her about the angel. There is... Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that... I forgot about that. We... Aren't you glad I'm here? Yeah. about the Twinkie, Ray? We did... We did, uh, when I, when we went to find one of the, uh, when found one of the books, we found a uh, man who had been rather, well, he'd been murdered. Punished. Yeah, and uh, there is an angel who's apparently taken it upon, it's unclear whether he's taken it upon himself or whether he's actually in earnest working for... Azrael. Uh, yeah, and he's trying to clean, remove the unclean. Well, if your god wants to get involved, more to the good, I say. I'll try right. to stay out of this uh, supernatural hitman's way. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to need a word in private with you after we're done here, if I may. Of course. Okay. Yeah, so I will I will be happy to aid in whatever way he directs me. And I'm going to end the sentence there because I almost ended it on a preposition, and that is just wrong. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on our side. Adam, you're an expert, not just in this region, but in all manner of subjects. Have to What's be. your input? Beyond that this is some fucked up shit. It is some fucked up shit. End times type shit. Dogs yeah, and cats I, living together. Mass hysteria. Hysteria, yeah. I've lived through a lot of apocalyptic shit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Seen shit that would turn us white. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Whiter for you. Impossible. It's pretty much impossible. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> I mean, have you seen this guy? <laughs> Scottish stock from from Kentucky. It really doesn't get, doesn't get much whiter. Yeah, he is pretty it, much Captain White, man. If his ancestors saw the sun, they thought God was angry at them. Right. <laughs> Come from the foggy north. All right. We're not... yeah, about the only people whiter are Norse. And I wear SW50 in the December out here in California. It's crazy. I pull out my notebook. Just kind of look. Look, I'm still dealing with some shit that I did. The notes that I have, and I've been pulling stuff together as best as I can. We have three of these books, and as far as I could tell, the information of the books just looks like hippy-dippy, new-age bullshit to me. However, there's enough of a grain of truth with some of the older occult texts that I have my hands on that obviously there's some magic running through it. Classic cult trappings designed to snare the sensitive and unwary. Mm-hmm. You're saying hippy-dippy Sp- bullshit, and that's almost exactly how I work my magic. Spate's catalog. Total yeah. spirit guide. No, well, I there's just a look- difference between properly guided teaching and 
dangerous ramblings and wandering in the dark. This would be dangerous ramblings and wandering in the dark with a blindfold on and a baseball bat swinging in front of you. Yeah, that's how they're getting, how the vector's working, how they're getting the Kestin and Yantic into them. Yeah, they're getting suckered is what's happening. Yeah, dig that. They're getting utterly incomplete. No, I mean, I think we can all agree on that, that they're getting utter. That's Evil Wizard 101. Okay, wonderful. But this ain't an evil wizard. This is some kind of dream demon. The snake that we spoke to in the Never Never, and I look at I look at Ezra there, and let me clarify the the snake gods that David and I spoke to in the Never Never. Yeah, which is much better than a coyote god, apparently. We're not working for them; they merely advised us. There's a huge uh-huh. difference. We are not it, beholden it, to them it, in any way. The snakes have woken up because the dreams are stopping. Now, theoretically, they could be reawakened all the way to attack. The Kastan and Yankadik, and apparently they've beaten them once before. The problem be is, the is that if they, uh, they'd wipe out the city. Mm. Okay, we'll retain yeah. that as we're an not, absolute last-ditch defense. Operation yeah, Gander, we're not yeah. talking. Yeah, we're not talking two little dinky snakes. We're talking the way that they explained it to us is basically the seal that was binding him, the earth itself, has been weakened, and there's wear and tear that's been breaking down the barrier. Can they restore it? Well, they can restore it to a certain point. The island is the city, and they have to draw power to seal the rupture. So what does that mean for us? How can we help them without destroying the city? He has his like little reading glasses on as he's flipping through his notes. Uh, here it is. Let's see. To do Ring of Iron in Park to draw power. I'm going to need, need, need to go talk to my new tea buddy. Park, park. The gates in Ezra Branch Park? Mm-hmm. Well, Isla de Oro is a nexus. Not really. My mentor, uh, Ramirez, uh, who's the head warden for this section of the world, told me that this is an area where parts of the never-never have been brought together, probably by some cataclysm in the past. Maybe that was something that had to do with sealing this away. Yeah, that's when the island and everything vanished, when this son of a bitch was sealed away the first time. I think I know who I think I know who I should talk to with these guys. I don't know if they're willing to go have another round talking to uh Revolver, but we're talking about a ring of iron in the park. The only major ring that I know of is the ring of the sculptures, which are glass. the gates. Exactly. Well, there's the, the thing is, yeah. There's the big seal in the prison in Gila Flats. Oh, uh, yes, about that. Okay, the island what? vanished. The island with if and I don't have notes like like you do. Adam, so forgive me if I screw this up. I'm OCD. The island was the island with the Amazon Amazons. women. We need more for of a fighting force than more we Amazons? have. Amazons, I agree. Yeah, I thought you would. We got one here. You bunch of crazy sexist pigs. I, hey, I, I, I have full respect and appreciation for the Amazon women. If we could restore that island somehow, or at least restore them from it, Maybe we could get them to because we're stretched. You guys are stretched thin as it is. What with are the you red. Talking about summoning up the no longer around Amazon Island to help fight the yes. That is some that... out of the box thinking, David. Holy cow! Kudos the... to you. <laughs> I am sincere. I know it's hard to tell, but I am sincere. <laughs> well, thank the you. The problem with that, David, is that that's akin to calling forth the snake gods. How? They were the ones to invoke the snake gods to put the Castanyantic down, which is why the island disappeared and everything got locked away. Yeah, but they didn't have... My notes are right. But they didn't have what we have. We have 
Magic Mojo, weapons. and we have modern weapons and stuff like that. We actually... So, basically, you want to give a whole bunch of barbarian women... Let me clarify this. A whole bunch of I think you better. <laughs> muscular barbarian women automatic weapons. And Sounds like a perfect plan to me. I, think I, would they, watch that, I would watch that show. I, yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure. I think you're not giving them enough credit. You assume they're just bloodthirsty barbarians who have no concept of right or wrong or anything else. I, I think you're making a I'm big logic worried. leap there. I'm not now, worried why about... don't you find out? Hold on here. You have some sort of relationship with Revolver? I do, yes. Can you pass on the roads that he guards? I got a seven-year token from him. You'll have to tell me some other time how you did that. It's kind of like a seven-year itch, but... You knock it off. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave's loosen up. All right. Coyote fist. Come on. Come hey, no. Oh, come on. No, Don't you know, be careful David. where he puts that. Yeah, I'm not touching your coyote anything. Leave that alone. Speaking of which, Ezra, I wanted to tell you, be careful when you go in the water. There's a lot of dolphins around here, and working yeah. with coyote... Um, don't go in the water without pants on. In what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, that was Adam anyway, busting. Adam busts out laughing. <laughs> I'm just saying dolphins. I know dolphins are horrible rapist murderers. But... What? They're a lot like people. Yeah. Yes, they are. I didn't. Re- I also didn't. <laughs> In what world are coyotes and dolphins natural enemies? I didn't get. But oh, I should be talking about your. I, I, I see where she's going now. Well, I wasn't going to go with no pants on anyway, but now I'm certainly not. So I'm not your boss. Well, not the boss of you two. So I can't tell you what to do. But I think this idea of searching out these people, if they defeated the Kostadan Yantik before, and they could be brought back, and it sounds like they weren't destroyed from what you're saying, Adam? No. They were, yeah, heavy-duty displaced. The problem is, is that... The way that I'm looking at my notes, and maybe I'm looking at it wrong, maybe I'm just too close of it to see, they're intimately linked with the snake gods. I'm just afraid if we bring them back, their solution is, well, let's bring back the snake gods, we'll get our island back, and fuck this city. If anyone can find the answer to that, you can, and I think with your pass and some divine guidance, the two of you, if I was going to pick people to find the solution, I couldn't ask for a better match than you two. Does Ezra have to come? <laughs> That's up to the warden Kirkland. You get rid of me that easily. Warden. Do we have to call him Warden Kirkland? Yes. No. Yes, no. Do. We don't. Do. You, are... you can call him super... Sue. That was a rhetorical you are, question. You are I am supernatural <laughs> beings underneath my jurisdiction. You call me Warden. I uh, henceforth W Warden the bitch Kirkland. That's right. <laughs> That's not actually in the. She just kind of shakes her head a little bit. It will be if you want coffee from my shop anymore. (laughs) So will you be accompanying... I'm looking at him when I say this, just to be clear, because it could be construed that I was talking to her, taken out of context. So are you accompanying us, Warden Bitch, sir? You're not world-hopping without me. Okay. The bitch has to guide us. Don't you remember that badass, like, electrical field that protected us from the mosquitoes? Come on. (laughs) Oh, yeah, in addition to the wall I fucking brought down... That helped. Why? Hey, got us out of that. Got us out of that. Uh, yeah. What? Why don't? That, why don't you tell? Why don't, lobby. Why don't we tell Roselle here about Rosetta? Rosetta. Rosetta. I'm. I apologize. Not Rose. Not Rosie. All right. Rosetta. Why don't we tell Rosetta about the wonderful 
undercurrent of uh, the Sunshine Home for Happy. What? Whatever the where the fuck were we? Where I? What the hell are you talking about? Where I drove the car in? Yeah, that was. What about it? Swansea. What about the wonderful undercurrent of the uh, Never Never? We went traipsing through. Yeah, it's bad dangerous over there. Which you know. What are you doing in Swansea? We're we're tracking down uh, one of the other books. That's where we got the third book. Is everything dealt with there, Warden? (laughs) Not as such. Yeah, Warden. (laughs) Hey. No, there there were uh, were evil wizards there, for lack of a better term. But at the time, there there was uh, an engagement with the mortal authorities, and we decided, having got the book, which is what we came there for in the first place, that uh, better to bug out. You made before, the right uh, decision. Before we had to How kill many? Some cops. You made the right decision. How many warlocks? At least two. Two that I put down, not permanently, but I put them down. What other information can you give me about them? Uh, they were using despair magic, for back, lack of a better term. Hmm. Mental assaults. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had which, direct. Which, it, I, which I understand is a bailiwick of outsiders. Yes. Do you want to tell her about Jenny, or shall I? Jerry. <laughs> I thought I had Jen. No, it is Jerry. And in fact, God damn it! That's why I. The person. I'm sorry. I'm, good I'm with sorry. Thunderstep. I'm not I'm laughing at you. Faces. I swear. I am. I am. No, this is Adam saying this. He's looking up. He's like, I'm very good with faces. I'm god awful with names. I'm sorry. <laughs> the uh, the person infected with the Castanagnatic spore was eventually neutralized. Killed. You're welcome. Why are we afraid to say the word killed? Because they're already dead. It's not a matter of fear. It's a matter of it being the wrong term. What this thing does is hollows people out. It uses them like like putting your hand into a glove. Okay, then how do we explain my doctor friend? Uh, doctor ain't what? dead yet, is he? So it doesn't have anything to grasp. He may be a vector, but he's not hollowed out yet. Jerry. No. I wouldn't swear by that. You read I by think what report. we're looking at here is several different methods that this thing is using. It gets into people's dreams, coerces them by way of their desires to get them to do its work. That work seems to be, one, to write these books, and two, to create husks. Hey, you said you ran into something at the at the hospital there. Adam and I could have sworn that we took care of that monster down there. Well, next time, pay more attention. It was oh, a no, lot I'm, of work. Damn. I'm legitimately curious. What ha- I mean, what? Was it a skeletal thing that had, like, asylum chains on it and just wouldn't stop? It was an escapee, one of three, two of which are still at large in the city, from the prison you mentioned. You put it down, but you didn't thoroughly destroy it. It oh. took three wardens to completely destroy the thing. So be careful, and if you have any fire spells, I'd brush up on those. I of don't. course, I think I don't. Holy Might would do the trick. Holy Might, Batman. If you're willing to supply the clay, I can definitely help. Don't ask. I don't know if this is grasping at small fish... But uh, the doctor did what? say something. Shut up. The doctor did say something. It's, it's a Japanese thing. Oh, yes. All right. You know, small fish as opposed to the big fish that we're going after. And don't make me lose my thought, Ezra. Damn it. The doctor got his uh, information and his teachings, if you will, from a woman who got them in turn from a cult leader. Do we Yeah, need... that's what led us to the White Lodge, wasn't it? Yeah. Do we need to track this guy down and neutralize him as well? Or is that kind of pointless at this point? Did they mention the cult leader's name or this woman's name? I player does not remember. Uh, she did. Her name was Faith. Or he did. Her name was Faith. The woman's name was Faith. Faith. Faith was the first name 
of one of the women who was being held by the warlock up at the ranch. I think the warlock is our patient zero. Okay, and I unfortunately took care of... Yeah, that's not... Well, I would have preferred not to have had to kill them. I wasn't they were there already that. dead. No, you weren't. Well, I'm sorry, what? They were already dead. Yeah, well, it doesn't make it any easier. I can still see the bodies after I shot them. Well, that's all they were. I don't know if that's any comfort to you, but it's helped me on some of those long, lonely nights. Hmm? I'm just still curious as to why the hell this... Like <laughs> I'm just curious as to why this seven-year-old girl angel is in on this. This is the same angel who's working for Azrael? Potentially. At least that's what it said on the chains. I'm not an expert here. David? Have you read the Old Testament? Yeah, but that's I'm not the way God operates anymore. That's the Old Testament. That's the that's what is confusing yeah, God about got this. religion. Get with it. I don't I don't know what well if you want to put it like that, okay, we'll just in lieu of a philosophical debate, we'll leave it at that. Maybe some angels are thinking that the old ways are better. Mm-hmm. Just... Maybe. It wouldn't be the first time. I, I, I don't know I know I'm supposed to be the authority on all this, but I am more the hand, not the brain that commands it, so it's hard for me to do we even know who the hell that guy was who was chained up and peeled like a fucking grape? Nope, not really. Yeah, you guys did. Uh, oh, I'm your sorry. Cop, your cop buddy, uh, who you called in, they were able to run his ID, and he was... Oh, uh, let me get the name again, sorry. I need to start keeping notes. just don't know how I'm going to do that. That's why I try to jot things down so I can help you all out. <laughs> I've tried that, and I can't focus on what's currently going on when I do, so... I've got notes that are just poorly organized. The unfortunate upshot of that is that we wind up in situations like this, and it sounds like I wasn't paying attention because I don't remember stuff. Oh, I knew you were paying attention. It's just we all kind of got lives and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever wrote down the guy's name, as far as I got, know. We got whatever. shit to do. Yeah. Um, Robert Lewis, uh, who was the head of oh, right, cause I was a making Stevenson jokes. religious organization uh, called the White Lodge. Oh, yeah. well... His name was Robert Lewis, and he was head of a non-profit organization, religious organization called the White Lodge. The same White yeah, Lodge was like... that you busted up earlier. Right. White Lodge has recently undergone dogma changes that involve moon powers, an insular inner, inner circle, and shapeshifters. Looking through my old yellow legal pad. Sounds I thought the like White Coyote. Lodge. Was... I thought the White Lodge was all this Anubis shit. Well, that too. The two giant Anuboid monsters while you were getting carted off in the back of a manure truck. That was pretty explosion. funny. What is uh, Waits' first name? I never got it. Pastor. Ignatius. How do you spell that? However you want to. No, I would guess, and Rosetta kind of looks up at the ceiling, E-U-N-A-P-I-U-S. Inapius Wait. Yeah, he's working. Or has got his fingers around Smiling Jack Thompson, the local evil land developer. That's right. Weren't we going to get to some mix-up? Party and... Yeah, but then, yeah, like, I think we really missed that mixer that you that guys vampire, were talking about. You know, Logan's kind of flaky, so he flaked out on No, him. that's right. Okay. Well, Logan's had All his right. hands full. From what I'm given to understand, during the riots last night, the Shaw Manor was attacked and the head riots. of the Shaw family was killed. Right. And he said something about riots. I just sort of riots? dismissed it because I figured... Busy walking through the never-never. I missed any riots. What happened to the riots? Sounds like some people in some of the poorer parts of the city were upset that power still hadn't been returned to them a day or two after the storm when a police unit was sent out to deal with a local disturbance they used some inflammatory language someone fired a shot 
The police returned fire, and well, it went from there. Next thing you know, half the next thing you know, half the city's in flames. L.A. ninety-two all over again. Exactly. Fort Hagen was hit during that, and so was Shaw Manor. How's um, everyone at the fort? Well, I'd already instigated a controlled withdrawal prior to that. Fortunately, the Red Court didn't catch on, and they wasted a lot of vampires. Got quite a few of them killed. Is my they neighborhood were... okay? A lot of the worst action was up where you were. Uh, the orchards, the headland. What at the Gomez house? I don't think the disturbance got that far. Good. All right, so nobody but I haven't was down by to check. So nobody was down by the old industrial front. That's the headlands. There were vampires involved in this. Right? I need to go make some phone what? calls. I'll be. I don't back. know about that. Go ahead. I don't know if there were vampires involved in the riots, but it wouldn't oh, surprise thought... me. It's a typical oh, said... red court action. During the riots, they attacked Fort Hagen. Oh, oh, oh! The red court attacked Fort Hagen. Which I fortunately had already withdrawn almost everyone from. Okay. We killed a lot of vampires there, and. They also got Shaw Manor. Uh, Logan tells me that the head of the Shaw family was killed. Now it's down to him and his brother. Oh, a lot of the infighting. Red, the Red. Okay, let me. I'm I'm getting confused on here. The Red Court attacked Fort Hagen and the Shaw Manor. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the riot, not the rioters, but a, a Red Court assault, right? Right. Bottom feeders. Right. Okay. All right. So I got confused somehow in the narrative. It's okay. There are a lot of pronouns flying around. Well, yay! Killed Red Court vampires. Good job. All right. Go team. That's yeah. what I'm for. Adam is just going to make some quick phone calls to his neighborhood, make sure that yes. some of the old folks are okay. Yeah, sounds like everyone's pretty much all right. Uh, nobody had their houses broken into. Uh, most of the people in that neighborhood sort of know each other, and uh, well, a lot of them don't have anything worth stealing. All right. Is the bookshop okay? Bookshop's okay. There's a lot of wrecked cars on the street. Sounds like one of your windows was broken, but people actually left. Okay. I actually asked, did anybody see who busted my window? Because people should remember what happened the last time somebody did it. Yeah, I didn't hear the, the first part of that. Oh, okay. No, I'm just asking some of the old guys, you know, did anybody see who broke the window? Oh, just, you know, punk kids from up in the orchards. Gangbangers. Okay, so kids that don't know any better in that neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. As long as he's doing that, I'm going to take my cell out and... Oh, do I even have my cell? It's all these wizard, this magic around. Yeah, yeah. I yeah can't. But imagine every problem you can have with a cell phone is happening. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Well, just trying to call the police station. Using the landline. <laughs> Make sure that Nelson is okay. Well, no, I said precinct. No, stupid Siri. God. You I'll might do... want to step out of the room. I'll do it later. He's not going to be any less hurt if I wait a few minutes. Yeah. If he's hurt. No, I, the only thing, the last thing I do, just check up old dogs in the neighborhood and then call, like, the local shops that I support anyway, see if we can get them out there to fix the window and everything. Okay, done and done. It's going to take a while because it's just a lot of property damage. Yeah, no, I understand, but I'm making sure to throw my money at the people that need it. So, gentlemen, the angel. David, what can you tell me about that? Well, not a whole lot. The angel's small uh, in stature. Mm -hmm. In, in not in status, in stature. Mm -hmm. We've looks like a seven year old girl. Yeah. That's what forensics and everything said. And that's what we got okay. from the handprints. And I should shut up. This is you this No, this you're is doing you. you're doing fine because I you have a lot more, bit more recollection of this than I I mean, I remember the basics, but you're coming up with some good stuff that 
it's just hard to forget little bloody handprints and a dude hanging from the ceiling well, by yeah, his feet but with I'm, golden chain. Well, yeah, but we already told her about the dude hanging from the ceiling, so... If we cross paths, Run. are we going to be working at cross purposes? I don't know. I don't... Okay. I'm not sure. That's as one of the things I'm trying to find out. Yeah, as long as I, you're not I, unclean. Yeah, but Ezra, so that means Ezra might be in trouble, but I don't know about I, the rest of us. I'm inclined to think that he's working. We're working towards the same purposes. Depends well, on what I'll you define as unclean. Out of its way until we know more, David. If you learn anything else, you oh. know my cell phone number. How is it you are able to have a cell phone? I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. A girl never tells. A gentleman yeah. never asks. Too late. Well, if there were any here, I'm and a dashing bro. me. If there, if there were more than one here, she says to Adam. Well, thank you. Ten bucks that she has, like, one of the 80s cell phones like I have. I'm more of a puckish rogue. You, you can call yourself a puckish rogue. It doesn't I mean do. what you think it means. <laughs> you keep on using that phrase. I do not I think, think it means what you think it means. Think it means. Well, if you do learn more, give me a call. I will do that. So, who wants to go for tea? Uh, yeah. Why not? I'd kill for a cup of Earl Grey right about now. But you would. Do you want to go? I mean... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Inside voice. Yeah. You said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud again. Yeah, by Roguish Charm. Right. You should be You should be made aware that Roguish Charm is not the, does not mean the same thing as just being a dick. Han Solo says otherwise. Han Solo Han is a so- fictional the, character. And Han Solo isn't is a... Is he? Is he really? Yes! <laughs> Imagine my disappointment. <laughs> anyway, she did not come here to listen to us bicker like a bunch of little school children, so... She's sitting there laughing. I don't know why not. She's smiling a little bit, and she's like, isn't that just what I said earlier? I think it was. I believe it and was, yes. somebody told me it wasn't childish. No, what we were talking about at the time wasn't childish. This, on the other hand, is nonsense. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My fault. My the other thing was alerting you to the possibility that you might be... Needing a flea dip for this guy. Yeah. This is boisterous camaraderie, is what this is. Right. Gotcha. Like Baffert, the Grey Mouser, and some third guy. <laughs> the Grey Mouser, of course. If that's the case, I... I'll have to read those books. Okay, gentlemen. I would like to induct you, if I may, into the task force that's been assigned to this area. I got no problem with that, except I would like one request. Mm-hmm. This may be long term goals. And I'm looking at Ezra. As if to, I'm giving him the eye along the lines of not one word. But I look at her and like, I'd like to get my bookstore set up as a corded neutral ground. All putting ear in the word of the right people. And I want to make sure that none of the magi types decides to try to dissect me and figure out how I tick. Well, I didn't think steampunk was really part of his inner workings. It's not. You know what I mean. <laughs> For now, I'd advise you to steer clear of the White Council, but... You know, they really have a lot of other things on their mind. Which is um, why they should leave doctors alone. Just saying. In the meantime, all this really means is I want to give you some yeah, magical walkie-talkies. Cool. I can deal with that. I have my own agenda working with my boss. I don't know if it's in my best interests to be inducted into a another affiliation where I may have no to... problem. Look, I'm the head of this task uses air quotes on both of those. And I've just been given some brooches here so that people, if I need to talk to them, can reach me if you're in the Never Never or wherever. Okay. I'm just... 
I'm I'm only raising the point in case at some point unforeseen. Oh no, I understand who you work for. Believe me, I understand that loyalty to your god trumps anything else around here. Mysterious ways and all that. Yes. Take the pendant. I'll take the pendant. So, um, nice little brooches. Brooches look almost like brooches. (laughs) (laughs) They do, except probably pronounced correctly. (laughs) I like her. Have I said that I liked her? I like like your star. (laughs) This has got a crush. (laughs) It's too bad he's already got a girlfriend. I doubt it. She's like the stereotypical California gecko might like from TV, you know. Plenty of that's ready to go around. Gecko might think other. Oh, well, okay. Did you say gecko? What was the chick's name? Yeah, he's he's echo. he's dating. He's echo, echo, not gecko. What is he yeah. not dating echo? <laughs> he's he's dating the he's dating the gecko gecko apparently. No, uh, I knew I knew I, I that's man. probably what I was. I don't. Okay, sorry. I am also bad with names. Damn it! You know, at, at least give him a good-looking spokesman. You know, like I got Aaron. the name right. I just added a, added a consonant. That's all. Anyway, they're these. Uh, it's a stylized silver pair of wings with a small jewel between them. I think I saw this in an album cover once. Looks like you got to go up and visit the. Oh my God! It's Journey. You're right. I was gonna say it looks like we got to go up to the cockpit and talk to the pilot, but no, it totally looks like. I'm glad somebody here still respects the classics. You know, well, you Chandler to... didn't know what this was. I am a classic. What do you? Th- I have to come over and look at my record album sometime. I got all sources. Oh, I'll bet I will. Uh, I thought of you more as a moldy oldie. Look, so here you want to you want to you wanna ask her to a date to the sop cop now, or can we get to work? No, I'm talking. Never mind. I'm. Yeah, I was talking to Ezra. I wasn't. I wasn't sniping at you. You're fine. Oh, okay. So you should be aware um, that do it first of all, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That I have feelings, and secondly, that this is sympathetic magic, so be careful with it. Uh, right. Warden Kirkland can explain what that means. Because uh, I'm not sympathetic toward him at all. Nor his magic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Are we... Meeting adjourned? Meeting adjourned. Yes. Yeah. Picks up her gym bag, and just like every inch the California tourist, total... Nothing of the warden about her. Her whole bearing and everything has changed. She just looks like a tourist looking around at this neat big house. Walks out the door. I follow her. And uh, she stops under uh, the shade of some nearby trees. You want a word alone? Uh, yes. Uh, well, a couple of things. A couple matters. One, you wanted to see me about something. Yeah, I contacted you about the body that the wizard Kirkland dropped off at my fort. I wanted to see if you could get somebody and you work with some people who are in the know to find out more about it. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, I can arrange that uh, once I'm off back on the mainland. The other thing was I wanted to arrange a meeting with you to find out what you and everyone else had learned and, well, it's easier to call you than it is to call a wizard. Okay, well, we pretty much did that. third thing was, are you okay with this? I know... You and Shaw are related, but I also know there's some bad blood between you. It is what it... As much as I hate this expression, it is what it is. I'm okay with it because I don't really see not being okay with it as getting anybody anywhere. Uh, I do, however, have a question regarding my daughter. I never Mm -hmm. felt comfortable asking Shaw about this, even though he may be more 
qualified to answer, but I also don't know that I trust him to give me an honest one. Mm-hmm. My wife uh, was a vampire, and I when don't... Shaw's brood? She's his sister. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, she was full-fledged? Did she make her kill? Yeah. Uh, black okay. dog killer. Oh. 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 And uh, I don't know. I've not wanted to uh, face the fact, but in lieu of recent events, I think I need to deal with the possibility that Annie may um, may have inherited something. Well, she did. That's how white court vampires work. But here's the good news. Until and unless she makes a kill using her powers, she's still on our side of the fence. Okay. And I think if anyone can keep her on the straight and narrow, it's a man who works for the man upstairs. Well, she's talking about having been given some spirit powers, and I'm just concerned that I don't know whether that's her misinterpreting vampiric awakenings or if it's something I haven't had a chance to pray about it yet. I still am not used to saying sure. I'm still not used to saying that with a straight face, as weird as that may seem to you given my occupation. Not at all. I'd recommend you pray on it and maybe talk to your friend. Uh he's a powerful shaman in his own right. He seems to know something about it. Which oh you mean the caveman. Oh. Oh really? I thought there was something more about him than... Oh, there is. He's a very unusual case. Nothing you need to worry about. It's good that he's on your side, but maybe talk to him about it. He probably knows something. He's a freaking caveman. How how much more special do you want him to be? <laughs> okay, first of all, you're not here. Second of all, I, know, I, I am I'm aware sorry. that he's a caveman. I just thought that was the extent of it, and it was that's weird enough. I, I don't mean to be a downer, but it's after 10. And I, I know, I just wanted to get this done before we adjourn. Minutes. Good place to wrap that up. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying it's like it's like hey, we got the oh shit, dude. And there you have it. I suppose every epic fantasy, urban or otherwise, has its Council of Elrond moment, and this was ours. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the best way to do it is to get on our Facebook page and leave us some feedback. We would love to read it, and we would love to respond to it. That's Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Jetpack is one word, and it'll come right up for you in a Facebook search. Or you can go to mtmjetpack.com and just find the Facebook link there and hop on board. So until next time, this is Blind Geek saying thanks for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up. And always, let it soar! I just notice a trend in myself that I have a nasty habit of making characters that aren't even remotely human, if I can pull it off. And I was wondering, humans are boring. Uh, (laughs) Well, not pulp heroes, though. Yeah, not pulp heroes, but even then, you know, the first thing that came to my mind is, what character would you want to make? I want to make a talking gorilla scientist. Oh, you can do that. They're in, uh, it's one of the, he's on on the cover. Yeah, they already have. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of figured they already got those. So, you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to have to come up with something else then. What's even weirder?
a colony mm. of sentient slugs. You could be a brain in the jar, in a jar. Brain in a jar with a robotic suit. There you go. Mm -hmm. They've got that's one of the arch not that you're limited to the archetypes. I just think I'm just saying this to show how extensive the list is. that is actually one of the archetypes, brain in a jar. Oh, there it is right uh, here, brain in a jar. Big dwarf big headed genius dwarf. Which That's like being called that. If you just change wow. dwarf to mouse, you've got the brain. Uh, okay. In a jar. Then you just gotta make pinky and you're good to go. For some reason, I thought this was all... I didn't look at this. I thought it, this book was just, uh, like, fiction anthology. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a source book. I'll yeah, be darned. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. And the thing I was surprised at, I, 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 when I bought it, I had no idea how big it was. I thought... It, I was thinking, okay, it's... Because I've been buying... They've made some Spirit of the Century adventures, and I've gotten those. This is, like, almost as hobo. big as the damn Spirit of the Century book itself. Damn, it is. I'll have to check that 500 out. pages, 522 it, pages. Yeah, I think Satsi's yeah. 543 or something like that. That's a deal at twice the price. Yeah. yeah. Here's a random thought. You know what I'd like to see turned into a game? Yes, but I love how you explain it. <laughs> what would you like to see turned into a game anyway? Girl genius. Oh, I would really be worried about that because it's one of those things that like I enjoyed, but I haven't met any of the fans, and I know, I just know the fans are human garbage. <laughs> oh. Okay, you got. Yes, I guess I do smell a little bit, but you know, there's a. It's an attractive it, musk. From my experience, it's got the same kind of ratio of uh, any fandom where the yeah, you got your sensible fans, and then you've got your obsessive weirdos. Mm. Okay, Thunderstep, of course, is a sensible fan. Of course, he is. I am. And why would we think anything else? So it's not like. Um... I don't know, Naruto. Oh, Jesus, age Christ. Uh, I don't know any Naruto fans that are under the age of 20, so... Over the age of 20, so I don't know. Yeah, human garbage. I mean, they're all... Well, I mean, they're under 20, so they're human garbage by default, but, you know. <laughs> I'd, I'd say, yeah, wow, okay. I mean, the problem I have with Naruto fans is the problem that they're teenagers. I don't... Bronies, but I know, you know... Yeah, bronies, uh, that's an example. Yeah, or, uh, see, that's a problem now that it's become a thing. Before yeah, it, it was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a dude, and I think the show is cool. Haha, ha, isn't that sort of odd? My son's now, obsessed. Yeah, now it's like, well, he's you 13, know. so it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I like the show, I hate the fandom. Yeah, that's how I People. am with Adventure Time, too. It's like, I love Adventure Time, but I cannot talk to Adventure Time fans. Oh, I'm so glad I've never even run into any of those people, even online. Yeah, we so have to avoid them. I like Adventure Time. Are they that? I love way? Adventure Time. Yeah, it's fun. They're people that just, they're, they're kind of like bronies. They take it way too serious and. Look, if you're looking for and get obsessive and weird. answers in a goddamn cartoon show. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not that. I think it's people want to be something. It's continuous quest for identity, and most of us are just terrible at it. It's tribalism. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, there's some of that, but there's also the whole sexualization of of the properties as well that really yeah, there's well, dude, that too. that's that's because our closest relatives are bonobo chimps i mean for christ's sake those things fuck to say hello yeah and yet we're very puritan about it <clears throat> that's because i can thank the english for that yeah well thanks no, a lot you can thank the english for that i'll punch them in their snaggly ass mouths <laughs> you yeah. cut your fist up uh, yeah actually yeah. as my, my father told me never punch a man in the face you'll cut your hand on his teeth that's why Americans, because of our in English, have a problem in you know expressing our emotions even to our friends. And what do we do? How do we express our our uh, love and admiration for our friends by insulting them? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Ah, hell, you fat bastard. How are you? <laughs> you know, 
that's why Continental Europe. That's why Continental Europe thinks England and Americans are so weird and cold. We don't. Yeah. You're assholes, every single one of you. You're all assholes. If we're attracted, if we're attracted to a member of the opposite sex, we don't say anything, and then if we actually like our friends, we insult them. Well, they're a bunch of effeminate. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because of the, exactly because and they're out there off just expressing all their love and emotion and crying at tragedy, you know. And we're all like, look at them showing a human emotion. Yeah. Oh, Bunch okay. of surrender so, monkeys. <laughs> when's the last time they won a war? Actually, when you look at the statistics, it's kind of frightening. Quite a lot. Little, little one called the American Revolution. No, Which, I meant the the European effeminates. Oh, well, the French certainly helped us with that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah they did okay. No, all of and this is actually. And meanwhile, blind geeks just sit there. What the fuck? <laughs> People can be quiet no. in conversation sometimes. I think it's okay. Yeah, no, I know. It's just I have to insert random comments. I don't know why. But yeah, those Naruto fans and those Adventure Time fans, but, not nothing you know, like nice, nice, sensible Star Trek fans. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you know, I've been listening to Night Vale and I've been watching the fandom kind of slowly grow, and it's like, okay. Yeah, I just can't. I gotta yeah. stay away from fandom of any sort anymore. Yep. Or I have to like be very careful. I got my nice my Google Pluses. You know what mom. freaked the hell out of me the other day? I'm so, I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. I'm sorry. That goat head. No, no, that one you sent me in the mail. No, that was very mm. nice. Thank you. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. You know, it's hard to tell with goat heads, and I just I thought that you would understand the idea behind it. Exactly, and that that one had a real nice grin too. So. Well, thank you. No, I, my family and I, we went out to... Uh, I'm sorry, we Trilobite, you're going to have to accept the fact horny goat weed is a myth. I don't care how many goat heads you give people, we can't do experiments to extract it. It doesn't exist. Well, what if I'm giving head to goats? That might... <laughs> what you do with your own personal time is none of my business, sir. It's, it's okay to love the goat, just don't love the goat. Okay, now I, I cut you off, so... <laughs> Okay, now I cut Thunderstep off, so if somebody cuts me off, we're, in, we're all even, and we can go I'll on. cut you off at the fucking knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an example of comedy timing. <laughs> <laughs> a good example? Not necessarily, but it's an example. Yeah, but it is that an is a good example. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. Uh. It is executed at the proper time to cause stunned silence followed by laughter. That's <laughs> success as far as I'm concerned. Oh, well, <laughs> even a stop clock is right twice a day. <laughs> and that from the Care Bears. Now, we went out to, my family and I, we went out to Applebee's and I had a... You belong at Applebee's. Yes, I do. Hated working at Applebee's. I'm sorry. But I was, yes, I was wearing the Munchkin t-shirt I got from Gen Con this year. And some guy, one of the servers saw it and, oh, basically he fit the stereotype of unwashed gamer geek. <laughs> yeah, well. Yep. Yeah. Well, I have no problem talking shop. I have no problem talking about gaming and stuff like that in general. But not when I'm fucking eating with my family. Thank you very goddamn yeah, much. That's just manners. Time and a place. Time yeah. and a place. Oh. And then he committed what I consider to be the cardinal sin among gamers. He took your Doritos? He no. touched ice. No. He started talking about his character. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Like, I give a shit about your Pathfinder dwarf. Oh, well, yeah. It's okay among friends, I think. Let me tell you about a kit my character is always... Yeah. 
awful way to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think our Dresden characters would make for interesting conversations. Depends who you're talking to. Okay, and depends true. on the context is everything. Yeah. Not I wouldn't use it as an opening salvo in a conversation. Well, no. <laughs> if you're at a seminar about characters, sure. <laughs> oh, man, I should totally do that. I should go up to somebody at a bar and be like, hi, let me tell you about my character. <laughs> She stays there and listen. You marry that woman. She'd say, "I think I can get a better idea of your character just from from watching you for a while, observing you for a while." Forget about your personality. Let's do something about the smell. If you don't leave me alone, I'm going to commit character assassination. (laughs) Nice. I swear, next year for Gen Con, I'm bringing like bars of soap to ward off people. (laughs) I've seen it done. We got the funk. Well, that game of funk. funk. Oh, oh, we got the funk. Got the funk. Gotta, gotta have that funk. that funk. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an idea worth developing. <laughs> and I can't believe nobody's done it. it, it, it I one, know. I I'm think sure. that, yeah. somebody, somebody must have. I, I think that I think that needs to be completed. Okay, you write it. Josh and I will bust out singing it at a Gen Con. How about that? <laughs> Put it up on YouTube, become a sensation. There we yeah. go. It'll go viral. Yeah, because there's nothing more, nothing you want more than viral funk. That's just that's <laughs> God. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like a D and D spell <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> All the Febreze in the world system. can't save you from the viral <laughs> funk. Funk. <laughs> so you were talking about bronies uh, not very long ago. I'm a uh, I'm a weird looking dude, and for my job, usually I have to wear an asshole suit. You know, the yeah, full sure thing with is. the tie and the jacket, and you know all that other yeah. business, right? I just haven't heard that term in a while, and it just <laughs> that made me smile. So I'm outside a uh, major corporation's headquarters, and this dude goes by, and he looks like your typical well gamer type guy, and he's wearing. Oh, I don't know, some My Little Pony t-shirt. And I'm in my asshole suit, and I was like, hey, hey. He turns around looks at me, and I'm like, bro hoof. (laughs) 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 Probably scared the hell out of that poor man. I caught him him completely by surprise, but then his face just lit up in a beatific grin. My son is so happy that one of his teachers is a My Little Pony fan, one of the male teachers. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Uh, it's an okay show. That's his, about it. Yeah, I know. His, like, I like the show because I like cartoons and I like well-written yeah. cartoons. And and it's a well-written. I'm fine with that. He's obsessed and he does My Little Pony. He does Friendship is Magic role play and all that. But it's like this strange oh, post-apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, you were telling demon us about hunting, that. lot of murder and death. They're like, you could do this. It'd be kind of cool. If, but they don't. Why are they ponies? I know you don't have that great of a sense of irony that you're doing it for. That sounds healthy to me. I don't know. It's no, I mean no, seriously. It's a, it's a standard thirteen-year-old exactly. murder, death, violence is cool, but it's got little ponies. I don't get that. I mean, now granted, I when it was me, it was just all mutant, post-apocalyptic animals. So I guess I'm not really one yeah. to thanks you to take TMNT. Whatever it is, yeah. thanks to the TMNT game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think everybody was a furry at one point in time. Not a furry, damn it. <laughs> just means you think some of the art is cool. That's all that really means. Yes. There, there's a prime example of a fandom where I think the vast majority of people think the art is cool, but unfortunately was taken over by one subset that decided it's all about sex. Yep, and they're unfortunately your most vocal representatives. Mm-hmm. All fandoms attract fugheads. Okay. For Christmas, I'm just going to get the boy just nothing but My Little Pony stuff, and we'll see how well that lasts. 
I was able to get my wife a, a Doctor Who's figure, so <laughs> she, she's a Doctor Who fan, so and she likes ponies. I got my wife a uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a stress ball material, but it's an adipose. Oh, oh awesome! Cool. <laughs> that was for Christmas That's last great. year. Oh, she it was loves a fun it. show, man. I love Doctor Who. I haven't watched it in a long or well in a while. I think since like the Leak Silencio episode, like one of the first ones. Yeah, I've been a fan of you know grew up watching Doctor Who, the old series, and then. Love the new series. I think I excited, started watching the excited new Excited for November when the, the November when the new, new doctor. When change reigns, yeah. I'm awesome. so excited they got an old British guy like I've wanted for the past several years. <laughs> I started listening to like... He's 50. Oh, my God. He's still yeah, hey. 50 years old. Oh, I started right. to listen to like some of the fourth doctor adventures on... Uh, on CDs and stuff where they did like audio dramas and those are pretty freaking cool. Yeah, the Big Finish stuff is... Uh... I hear they are. I've never bothered with them. They're awesome. Ooh, they, had a, they had a Big Finish doctor? Yeah. Neat. Yeah. His name... His, yeah. Doctor Who had a who had an umlaut over it. Yeah, just, uh, uh, yes, I am the doctor. <laughs> I'm here to fix your problem. It's those damn Daleks again. <laughs> it's the turtles. Jump into the, the turtles and go fight the Sabermen. <laughs> That's the new theme song as the TARDIS careens through a space. <laughs> Going to the vortex, yeah. Oh, God, that'd be brilliant. In the furdy fanning, in the skirt, in the shaver, man, in the hurdy verdy sonic. No part of this I don't like. Oh. God, that would be great. Oh, dog, dog, attack. Hey, go get your bone. Where's your bone? Go get your bone. Don't give your dog commands like that. You're just going to confuse them. <laughs> Found out today my uh, Labyrinth Lord game I play on Saturday nights is, or every other Saturday is Good boy. coming to an end because the GM is having, is no longer Maybe. enjoying running, yeah, he's no, no longer enjoying running the game and he's got like the I'm a bad GM blues. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because I've really enjoyed the game, but you know what my solution to that is? What's that? Cocaine! <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't just... help. That hurt. I thought you were going to say kill him. True enough. Man, I don't know if I want to hurt. Is it the other players that are causing a problem, or is he I just burnt out? I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't know the guy well enough to know if he's just got a crippling insecurities in general. Apparently, he doesn't usually run things, so he's... Maybe so he's, he's just, not. He's not used. To, he's not used to running. Maybe he's just mm. not comfortable with the genre. Admit. I mean, I know how silly that sounds because it's fantasy, but you never know. Yeah. I'm having. I'm kind of having that problem with Edison Force a little I bit. I think it's more. He's just not used to to being a GM, and it was kind of a experiment slash bold thing he was trying on his own, and then just realized that he's not up for. He doesn't handle rules arguments well. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Which okay. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, it doesn't get like angry or nasty or anything, but it's. You can tell he gets a little peevish when people question things. Mm. He's not as flexible a GM as. I was gonna say that. Could he's be. not bad because I really enjoy the game a lot, but I I think he's just not. I don't. I think he just doesn't enjoy GMing as much as he thought he would. Mm. What it comes down to. I think that's true for a lot of people. Now, I happen to love running, but I'm debating if I want to volunteer to start up a new game with the same players because he had talked about someone else. If someone else wants to take over the GM roles in this campaign. But I'm like, I don't want to run someone else's game, even though it's a published adventure. Just do it with Giant Mecha. I totally had Giant Mecha. Escaflone. I don't remember these robots being in this dungeon. Yeah, well, I've made some changes. I, I have to admit <laughs> that I really 
I'm a lot more comfortable with GMing now that I figured out how, through people's help, it wasn't like it was all my idea, but figured out how to use my weakness as a strength in that I really suck at description because I don't have much of a reference point for a lot of visual things, and I thought reading would solve that problem, but it seems to go out the window when I need it. And so what I've taken to doing is asking players, okay, you're you're in a grungy nightclub, for example. Mm-hmm. Describe this to me. Yeah, and if there's absolutely. and if there's a fate point type currency, I don't know if I would use fate points for this because fate points have their own mechanical balance. But like yum yums, I'll definitely use t- for as encouragement for people to throw out details. And as you know, as long as it's whatever they describe, it's it's still going to be a grungy nightclub. I've already set that parameter, so it it really and then it gives me a lot of times inspiration from there. So it really, and I should do that with Edison Force now that I think of it, because that's what's been bugging me about that is I don't know what 1907 is like, but why put that burden all on my shoulders? Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, if it's in like a steampunky thing, fuck it. You don't need to know what it's what it looks like. Make it the way you want it to be. Electro yeah, just <laughs> glue glue gears to everything. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. and wear goggles. Always wear yes. goggles. Always wear goggles. Whether it makes sense. To don't do so never or not. not wear goggles. Yeah. Josh, I am not doing that in my steampunk setting. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm doing I've, had, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of D and D fantasy characters wear goggles for no reason. Like, yeah, I know it's. The, I know it's pre-industrial time period, but my character's wearing goggles anyway. There's a lot of monsters that spit venom, okay? (laughs) Well, at that point, that's a good idea. The goggles, they do nothing. Ran into one spitting cobra. You tell me who shouldn't be wearing goggles. (laughs) I'll just dress up like a minion and run around. How about that? Banana! (laughs) I've never dealt with a spitting cobra. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. I got to play Carcosa this weekend, too, which was really fun. See, I got the book for that. I read it. I like the setting, but good God, is it depressing as all hell. It depends how you read it. If you read it, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, the magic system is nasty. It basically... Magic system? Magic, no, magic that's, is, that's a sacrifice system. That's what that is. That's because magic is evil. It doesn't come yeah. out and tell you magic is evil, but it shouldn't have to. After you read how many people you have to sacrifice to do any spell, it's like, okay, magic's evil. Let's not do this. <laughs> Silverleaf, No! But it was fun. I was just playing, you know, Xanathor, Red Man, and Carcosa, and just me and my other group, you know, me and the rest of the escape slaves just slaughtering the hell out of a lot of uh, ape men. Awesome. And, and then, getting into ape the, men. then getting into the uh, ancient serpent people ruins, finding their operating theater with interactive diagrams of the inner workings of the various races of a Carcosa. I'm like, oh, I don't like these people anymore. <laughs> loaded diagrams of all of us humans. I don't like this. I'm don't glad like they're this. dead. <laughs> hope I find more to kill. We even used the funny dice mechanic, and that actually worked out pretty a well, lot better than I thought it would once I actually started using it. Funny dice mechanic. It's actually because you the... roll at the beginning of each. You roll your hit points. You got your hit dice, but you roll the hit your, what hit points you have at the beginning of each conflict, and you roll on a separate chart to see what dice you're rolling for your hit points. Which means you can have your hit points can vary wildly depending on basically how you're feeling and how lucky you are in any different given combat. And you do the same thing for attacks too. You just roll to see what your hit, what dice you're rolling for attacks. And it's actually it doesn't. It's not as time-consuming as it sounds in play. Because hmm. uh, that's sounds what like I thought. It might be I, kind of fun. Yeah, when I read it, I thought that's going to take forever. And then like, oh no, it actually doesn't. Actually playing it, especially you roll all the dice at once, and you just you know look at your twenty, see what that tells you, which other die to look at, and you're good to go. But yeah, it makes damage really wildly because you know sometimes you know Cthulhu's got 50 hit dice but sometimes those are four you know those hit dice are d4s sometimes those hit dice are d12s sometimes your dagger's doing 1d12 damage sometimes it's doing 1d6 depending (laughs) that sounds fun 
Yeah, it adds a lot of randomness to it. Could your dagger conceivably do 1d20? No. It, uh, hit that... dice top out at 12. Oh, okay. uh. Is this a dagger I see before me? No, apparently uh, it's a chain sword. It it's just neat, too, also, because it's such a savage... World? Human, yeah, savage. It's like a savage <laughs> planet. It, it is like, well, it is. It's like a savage planet type of world. It's it's humans are humans are fully aware that they are nowhere near the apex of the planet, and it's basically where my character, your character, starts out. My character was lucky because he started out with a spear with a metal tip, not stone or bone. Awesome. And his, you know, he had a spear. He had a normal spear and a shield and a pouch and five poorly made torches, and he was considered lucky. Yeah, but Shit, when that's, that's your kind of starting equipment, when you find things like, oh, we found a dead body of adventure. Oh, his leather armor is rotted. Damn it! Oh, but look, a steel knife and an iron mace. Oh, oh, oh! Gimme, gimme! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's that like, does oh. sound pretty cool. Yeah, it was kind of neat after playing it, and like, oh, this whole thing of a necessity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every little discovery is exciting. Oh, Josh! Before I forget, and I will. Yes. Too late. If- I, I have been watching a show, and I thought of you, and I, I you may already know of this show's existence, or maybe you're even a big fan of it. I would be surprised if you weren't, at least if you knew of it. The Joshua Burnett Hour? Yeah. No, it's called Once Upon a Time. I am aware of Once Upon a Time. I do not watch Once Upon a Time for basically for uh, eth- uh, ethical reasons, because here's the thing. So a couple years back, there, there's, a, there's a great <laughs> comic series I love called Fables by Bill Willingham. Oh, yeah. Um, it's great, and it's basically it's fairy tales, characters living in the modern world secretly in a town called Fable Town in downtown New York, and it's a lot of sex and violence and like film noir type and and comedy and like just but like drama and a lot of uh, pro-Israel subtext as well. But still, <laughs> um, anyway, and it's really it's a great it's a great comic series still going, and I love it. And my wife and I were big fans. Anyway, a couple years ago, ABC started was talking that like they wanted to license fables to make a, a tv show and like oh that, everyone all the fans were like that's great a long-running fables tv show we'd love to see that and then apparently dc said well wait a second these characters are all public domain we don't have to license jack shit and then a year later out comes once upon a time mm-hmm. well and, i didn't and didn't... also grim on another station well grim doesn't seem like it's the same I haven't seen it. I've only been yeah, but once upon a time with their once upon a time does that that does sound awfully similar to what fables yeah. is. And that's not... exactly what happened. Grim tanked, didn't it, or is it no, still, it's on, still the air? on? It's still on. As far I as know I know, it's on Hulu still. But yeah, once upon a time, yeah, is basically a fables knockoff, and I am leery. I hear it's decent, but I'm leery of watching it out of my loyalty to fables. Well, I mean, they took the. I mean, doesn't hurt that ABC is owned by or it was. Disney. I don't know if it still is owned by Disney. And yeah. No, it is. The fairy tale versions they use are... I won't say they're... Is it true they brought in Mulan? Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's all I need to know. But it's it's a live-action Mulan TV uh, movie out on uh, Netflix. It's, uh, that it's, makes uh, me a little chi- sick it's, to my stomach. Well, it's a, China, it's a Chinese movie, so I mean, they're actually taking the historical... Apparently, I've never seen either but version. But here's the thing. these They bring in characters, and they kind of, every once in a while, will allude to the Disney... Like, the dwarves work in a diamond mine, and occasionally they'll make references to the Hi-Ho song, but never, like, they don't sing it. They're whistling every once in a while, and if, if one of them... It's hard to tell if that's reference or just, like, ho-ho, inside joke. Yeah, I can't, exactly. It's hard to tell. Oh, because you mean hi-ho, inside joke? Because they, they're, they're, they're so different from the characters as portrayed in the Disney movies. Well, one thing about that Fables did a lot is they, they loved ripping into Disney. In fact, they had a main supervillain who was actually some kind of extra-dimensional, evil, Lovecraftian horror, never fully explained, that was basically Walt Disney with uh, with the serial numbers lightly filed off 
whose whole uh, thing was to take these fairy tale characters and sanitize them and make them all nice and friendly and marketable. <laughs> Cute. And that was his evil plan. Yeah, yeah it's funny. I don't know when that started because if you watch the original Disney movies, they're not that sanitized, really. No, they're more sanitized than the Grimm. Well, Jesus. although we can, that really can. Thank <laughs> yeah, exactly. I go with Thunderstep on this one. We can thank most of that on the. Victorians. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry, Grimm's fairy tale. You, you know, that's up there <laughs> with like obviously some... <laughs> for a pre-industrial society. Yeah, and you know they're up there with like slasher horror flicks today. Childhood I mean, come on, childhood ain't nothing special. This is a story about what happens when you don't listen to your elders and go off into those woods. You die. Good yeah, because that was. <laughs> and that's actually well, that's again the thing I like about fables. They, that's a theme that they talk about how they have changed since then, and some of the fables miss like the sex and blood and violence from the old fables and because they change as humans perception of them change mm-hmm. well the more better known that a fable is the more power it has like and they, like like sleepy like snow white who's the mayor of fable town cannot die because there's so much belief in her hmm. that if you kill her she will come back or at least a version of her will come back not always the same person. <laughs> okay that's weird snow white is the mayor of fable town and the evil queen is the mayor of uh, storybrook that's an interesting... That's how, that's how well, Lynn and my wife and I, we, we read, like, the first graphic novel of Fables, and we're like, we're going to run this game. And so we did, and then, like, read, like, the other graphic novels, the other trade paper collections. Like, okay, we re- drastically went away from this concept. But, yeah, her, fe- her evil queen is the mayor as well. And now they're bringing Peter Pan into it. I don't know how. And that's, a, I guess I should say, spoiler alert. My bad. Yeah, see, he can't bring Peter Pan into Fables because that's not public domain. Right. Well, actually, it is now. In, no. Well, wait, wait. No, they, they, England changes their copyright laws every time. Oh, they have a, no, they have a special exception in their copyright laws for Peter Pan because <laughs> all because all of the Peter Pan ro- uh, royalties go to a uh, children's hospital. hospital right. England. Okay. Well, hmm, um, weird. Because they wrote the. Well, if Disney's doing it, Disney's got the license. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. why they can do that. But yeah, well, Bill Disney Willingham had a thing. Because Bill Willingham's original plan for Fables was that Peter Pan was going to be the secret villain. And then he realized, oh, I can't do that. All right, it's Geppetto. Um, <laughs> it's actually really cool. Is he making like, uh, toys or some shit? Or? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. Yeah, he makes, he, he makes wooden minions. My yeah. army of wooden puppets. That's exactly what he does. No, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty brilliant. big spoiler, but it's still, yeah, that's pretty much what he does. They're badass. <laughs> oh, God. It did trouble me when they brought Mulan in a little bit, because she's not... She's not I, really a fairy tale. And, she's well, an actual historical person. Yeah, that's what, that'd be like them bringing Pocahontas into this mix somehow, which would... Yeah, that's that's why in our game we didn't allow uh, no historic, no one that's allowed based on historical characters, like so no Johnny Appleseed. No, he was based then, on historical... Well, I'm learning all kinds of cool shit. Okay. Yeah, I've seen his grave. What about, like, Paul Bunyan or something? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan, at least in the Fables comic, because he is a created character. He was actually created by some uh, ad agency. Okay. That's part of his character development in in actually the Jack of Tales spinoff for Fables, but yeah. You know, shit like Pecos Bill and stuff like that. That's fine. I would love to have. I... Yeah, it would be. I didn't. You know I didn't, we didn't. We didn't allow like anything that high... was based off of religion or nothing off based off religion or nothing based off historical characters. Is what our rule was. So like, you couldn't have Hercules, and you could actually so no. The Greek gods were different. So we can't have God... Jesus Christ, Demon Hunter. Damn. Yeah, because I knew who. I, <laughs> that I, would I be kick-ass. Well, I knew who would try and play my game, so I'm like, yeah, no, uh, no Moses, no Jesus. The Greek gods had already ascended, so they were unable to play. Like, nah, Greek gods are special. They are. They have such cultural clout that they are unplayable. Same thing with the Norse gods. Yeah, Norse gods too. It's like, nah, they've got such, they've got such a play in Western culture, Western civilizations. Like, yeah, they're they're untouchable. 
the Untouchables with I was Thor. Just gonna say, Elliot Ness as a god of. Yeah. What um, were you gonna say, Al? Because I'm curious. Because I was going in a, sim- I think a similar direction that than you. Were. No, I was saying, um, I've got a Tall Tales game that I think you guys would probably enjoy. I've always. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Is this a homebrew? It, no, it was just based on my desire to maybe get a reaction out of you, because I know that was something that you've been planning for a long time, and you've mentioned occasionally. <laughs> oh, so I have. it doesn't exist. Oh, God, we've got we've been gaming so long, I'm I'm repeating myself. Yeah. Jesus, that's not well, good. To those yeah, guys, so anyway, right? Fable's good. Fire once upon a time, I don't want to deal. I don't generally care to deal with, although I probably will get bored at some point and, and watch it once that's I run out of... kind of the same reason I don't really get that once I run out of Lost things. in Space. My daughter found this show called Zig and Sharko. Sharko. And it goes dead quiet. No, I I was when I first saw it, I'm like, oh god, it's some kind of cheesy ass cartoon. I started watching it and I'm like, holy shit, this is actually kind of funny. Right it on. makes absolutely no goddamn sense, but it's funny. It's so the, art the, imitates life. Yeah. The basic idea is that there's a hyena on a deserted island. He's spotted oh, man, a mermaid. Had this dream. <laughs> yeah, he spotted a mermaid, and for some reason, he is hell bent on eating the mermaid. But the mermaid has a boyfriend that is a giant shark. I have had this dream. <laughs> a French animated series. It is French. An- oh, you looked it up, didn't you? Yeah, thank you, Wikipedia. Okay. 156 well, episodes of seven minutes each. Yeah, and the thing is, is that each of the episodes, there, there's no language, there's no dialogue. It's like almost like a classic. I've got to uh, see this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I would love like, it. It's like a classic Tom and Jerry type thing, and it, it's suitably bizarre. Like one point in time, the mermaid Marina decides she wants to be an airline stewardess, and so the shark has to like steal a plane, and they play airplane for a while. I mean, it's just weird. Okay, how is? She... Never mind. I'm not going to go. Yeah, no. Thinking about it too much. Don't. <laughs> now if you just accept it for the for the bizarre hilarity that it is, it's fine. You like cartoon sharks. And I like that. I like the fact that the cartoon shark in this one is the hero. So he's actually a good guy. I used to role play a couple of cartoon sharks online. Finn and Mako. They were stupid. <laughs> Hilarious. They used to hang out in the lake or ocean or see whatever outside of the cavern at the center of all realities that we used to role play in. Uh, Finn and Mako were the two sharks that hung out in there, kept trying to eat people. Never <laughs> failed. Never, never succeeded. But there's a tune character in here somewhere. Oh, they were tune characters. That is not because we could play any set. We could play any system. So me and my buddy used to make tune characters and throw them in to <laughs> hang out with the vampire, the masquerade characters. Like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, me and my friend had fans and enemies. We are here to fuck with you. <laughs> We used to play Ghostbusters, too. It's like, oh, let you vampires come in for your monthly inspection. Better not find any vampires around here. Tell them about the Twinkie. Yeah. What about, about the Twinkie? Twinkie. Well, the Gajemi is a Twinkie. Black... roughly 50 feet long and weigh approximately two tons. That's, That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> All on top. I love Egon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Egon's I... my favorite character. Go figure. <laughs> With the guest. I thought... Dr. Mainspring. It's weird watching <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, because Harold Ramis changed the way he played Egon to me. Only weird a little Ghostbust- bit. Weird watching Ghostbusters 2, because it's not good. I didn't think it was... As- I, you know, I had heard everybody saying that, and I I had bought it for like six bucks. And I watched it, and I it is not as horrible as everyone has made it out to be, in my it's- opinion. It's not as good as the first one, but it's... I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't... It was much better. The second one was meh. I would almost prefer 
that like they took some of the plots from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. That is an awesome that. cartoon. I don't. Yeah, I love that. Uh, what? And yes, that's an awesome episode too. Which one was it? Oh yeah, that in one. In fact, my the minute, I'm going to do it this year. I have I had watched for, it in twenty years. So I, I have had for like three or four years the Time Life Real Ghostbusters DVD set where they oh, kick ass. They include awesome. it comes in this cool firehouse case. It's 25 discs long. Holy with shit. a shitload of, of Was it like one episode per disc? No, no, it's like well no, there were there were there, a bunch were like a bunch of seasons. Yeah, there were a bunch wow. of seasons. They had a 65 episode syndication run along with the seasons. They actually there were different episodes. So there are something like 200 and something Ghostbusters episodes and I think they even include the Slimer and the real Ghostbusters, which I think is that's when it was going that's downhill. The little yeah. comedy Slimer shorts. I mm-hmm. Thinks, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh no, yeah, it still I, had I'm my comedy slimer shorts. It still Sounds had like a personal problem. That <laughs> It still had the Ghostbusters in it, but it was the focus more slimer. Was more, yeah, yeah. Which, but uh, did you ever see the extreme Ghostbusters when they like tried to reboot no. it? I think that's the, that's the only thing no. they did not include in this set. I think because it wasn't part of the real. Go- I, I mean, read a synopsis of it and went, "What." I know. A lot of people, you know, they they said, what? No, it sucks. I actually caught a couple episodes. Holy shit. They actually did some really good stuff in that, where it got really dark. You are lying and trying to lure us into a trap. I am not. They did an homage to Hellraiser. Okay, I bet these are on YouTube, and I may have to check check them out. Yeah, they did an homage to Hellraiser. I mean, they had things akin to the Cenobites running around and harvesting people and bodily modifying them. They did some dark stuff in that cartoon. They, I was impressed. Anyway, I, the thing the thing came in uh, five tins. Holy crap. I've yet to crack open the other than the first one, any of them, because I've never gotten through all the discs in the first one. I have... Every year, I say, when October rolls around, I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch this entire series throughout October, because I'm not into horror. So, as Ghostbusters is about as close as I'm going to get. And uh, I'm going to do it this year, damn it. I've been saying it for four years or whatever. It's going to happen this year. On one episode of the real Ghostbusters, they did the Collect Call of Cthulhu, (laughs) where they brought in, like, all the H.P. Lovecraft stuff. There's a soundbite... Well, there's a soundbite from Egon on there that I want to get on my cell phone, where he basically says, Cthulhu makes Gozer look like Little Mary Sunshine. J. Michael Straczynski of Babylon <laughs> 5 fame wrote a lot of those episodes, and in the... Yeah, ma- he did some other children's cartoon back in the day, too. Yeah. With but, cars and killer plants and shit. There's a whole crap ton of Jason special... Jason the Wheel That is an awesome Thank show, you. too. I just remember hearing about that. I don't think I ever saw that oh, show. It was, it was good. Welcome, it, it, ladies and gentlemen, to the Nostalgia Hour. Oh, uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, it, was, it was one of the few 80s cartoons that had a continuing storyline from episode to episode. Cool. The novelty back then pissed me off as a kid because I never could figure out where the hell in the story I was because I wasn't able to watch it weekly you know, or daily, whatever. I was always afraid they were going to end it in the middle because it got canceled or something. It's like, no, yeah. if you're going to do this, make sure you can finish it. But he was talking about how when he did that episode, he had to call it, and I hope I'm getting these details right. I haven't heard this in very like since I first got the set, so if well, it doesn't... we will string you up by your toenails if you're wrong. So in the episode, I think if if memory serves, Egon calls it the book. He, he couldn't say Necronomicon, 
because the network they they started red flagging it and and Straczynski was like uh, guys this is a work of fiction there is no real Cthulhu there is no real Necronomicon it is not going mm. to come yeah forth. and we're getting dangerously close to my trigger warnings here yeah. <laughs> panic panic <laughs> I was gonna say what religion is I, that a trigger warning <laughs> so I can't remember whether he got it resolved or if he ended up having to call it in the episode the book that must not be named no they, they call it the Necronomicon okay they, they must have gotten around it then but, but he did t- talk about there being yeah apparently the censors sometimes were stupid which is not unusual for censors to be I think they still are yeah now more than ever anyway it's 520 are we gonna play Dresden or are we just gonna I mean I don't hey, that's up to you guys you're the one that came in late pal well I didn't come in this late <laughs> Obviously no, we're only not, in an hour because and... that's not how time works that's right we're only like an hour and a half in 